0: I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit the offbeatlife.com. Again, that's the offbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. Thank you so much for joining us for this extended interview with Evan, where he's going to share how to take an American Gap Year. Hey, Evan. Hello. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me here today. You have taken a Gap Year and you're about at the end of it. This is summertime now. How do you search for your passion at such a young age?
1: I think you need to take into consideration that there is a multitude of tools out there that you can utilize, um, and I, I'm going over these in the book that I'm writing right now. But just a few off the top of my head, uh, one is a mentor. It can be a, it can just kind of be a role model sometimes, but an older person that embodies the attractive traits and attributes that you want to integrate into your own life. You know, like someone that's confident, someone that's good at talking to people, and someone that is a good person you know these are just three examples but if you can find someone like that try to spend as much time with that person as possible you know because they are going to inspire you and you are the five people you spend the most time with you know like you you truly do embody your friend's energy so find a find a good person they don't have to be older necessarily but they older people are more you know more knowledgeable most of the time uh, number two a notebook. Or a journal, just something where you can keep track of all of your ideas and make lists and make goals and just record your memories in a way that's not just posting another picture on Instagram. Make it more personal than that, you know, like you have to and you have to be invested in your own life more than anyone else's, you know, and a, a journal is a good way to help yourself look inward, to be truly aware of who you are as a person. And number three, I think, is is social skills. You really do learn so much from talking to other people. So if you're not good at talking to other people, that can change, you know, like you just have to work on it. And if you have an hour of a free time and there's a grocery store nearby or a mall or something, you just got to go and talk to people about random things. You have to get over the fear of walking up to a person, introducing yourself, and initiating a conversation. And for some people, that's, like, paralyzingly scary, you know? But it, it one, the more you practice it, the more easy it will be. Um, another one, I think, is the interest in books. If you can groom yourself to like books, and I hate how often I hear that people hate reading, you know, like so many people that I work with at this warehouse will see me reading a book on my break. They'll just be like, man, how are you reading? I hate books, you know, and I just don't get it, you know, because you, you, maybe you just read the wrong books when you were young and now you think that all books are boring and stupid. Just find books that interest you, you know, and then once you start reading books and you realize how valuable they are, then you'll find different books and, and, and better books to help you out. I think that um, they're a huge tool.
0: One of the things that we all worry about, Evan, is money. How do you deal with college and debt?
1: College and debt. Well, right now I'm dealing it with it by avoiding it. <laughs> <laughs> I just I'm just not gonna do it. But um, community college seems to be the key for me, at least for the first two first two years. I don't understand why someone would invest so much, at least in America. Uh, so much in their first two years of college by going to a very expensive school because you're not going to be learning a lot in that first two years you're getting your associates about like what you actually want to do. Your major, it's not going to have a, much of an influence in those first two years. And that all depends on what you're going to college for. If you're going to college to learn, then it just doesn't make sense to spend that much money. But if you're going to college so that you can drink and party and just have that, you know, quote-unquote college experience, then different strokes for different folks. I don't understand, but you do you if that's what you want to do. But I think that college can be gone about in a, in, a, in a smart way, and I think that way is community college for the first two years. And then after that, I think that people should be living frugally while they're going to community college and then save up as much as they can and be paying off their college loans while they're in college. I mean, this is, you know, my plan, but I haven't done it yet. It probably is extremely hard, but I've met many people that have done it. And, um, yeah, I'm trying to graduate college without any debt, and we'll we'll see if it happens.
0: Well, one thing that I can say to you, Evan, is that I have a lot of cousins who went to college who are about to go to college. And the thing that I tell them the most is never get a job that will not allow you to earn more than what you paid for college. <laughs> if and also the fact that if you are also trying to get a degree that's not going to pay you well, but your college costs more, it's not a good idea. <laughs> you might as well, like you said, go to a community college because you don't want to be in debt for the rest of your life, and traveling will be less of of an option at that point. What do you need to to actually do the gap year?
1: You definitely need a, a sense of confidence in yourself and in your plan and your decisions. You know, something that I've been struggling with. While being home, because, um, I mean, I'm talking to so many people that are getting back from college, and um, it's hard to try to validate my own plan, you know, Um, especially because it's hard to even call a plan because there's not that much of one, you know. My first road trip, all I really basically did was figure out the direction that I was going in, you know. I I knew that I was going to drive from Chicago to Seattle and then from Seattle to Los Angeles And then from Los Angeles to Denver, back to Chicago. And that was my whole plan. I just put my clothes in the car and I was like, well, I hope this works out. And it was incredible. You know, it was like an an amazing experience. And then I just did the same thing when I went on my second road trip. But the cool thing about that was, is that I had so many new homies that I went and um, visited, you know, and I, I had more places to stay and I had like a person inside Every place, you know, that was able to tell me what was going on, you know, like I had friends in Portland now that can tell me that this crazy thing is about to happen in Portland or that there's this cool new bookshop that we should also check out when we come back. An important part of of taking a trip like this is to not analyze it so much, you know, because you can paralyze yourself from overanalyzing a a plan. Like, for instance, this, this Asia trip. My girlfriend, she was kind of really freaking out um, about malaria and pickpockets and just all these things that could go wrong. She got into like this, I don't know, this stage of doubt, you know, like a month before we left. And I just kind of had to shake her out of it, you know, because if she hadn't just read every single blog about what could go wrong, then she wouldn't have even thought of that stuff and nothing anywhere near anything like that happened in, in Southeast Asia. You know, like there wasn't even a single negative experience with any of the people, you know, and I think you just have to uh have to just kind of go for it.
0: Yeah, that's usually the worst thing is once you have that fear in your head. What has been the best thing that you've learned from this gap year experience?
1: I think it's just to enjoy every single moment as much as possible and to not live in the future and to not live in the past and to just really be mindful of everything that you're doing right now. Um you know like I like I said before I have goals and they can they span out multiple years in front of my life right now but I'm never thinking about them too much, you know. I don't want to be so thinking about the future that I waste what I'm doing right now, even if it is you know, like just going to work and and enjoying spending time with my family and seeing my friends at home, thinking about the future, that I waste what I'm doing right now. You know, I've just kind of learned that that's not a way to live life, is to think, oh, man, the good old days, and I can't wait for this thing to happen, because you're just denying the present moment. And that's all you ever really have. Even next week, if you're thinking about next week, planning next week, there isn't a you in next week. There's just a you right now, planning And then next week, there's going to be a you in the present moment. But it it never changes.
0: Yeah, it's great that you're able to think that way and to experience all those things. Now, what has been your experience with making friendships or even what your friends reactions were when you told them that you were going to do this? A certain a
1: certain level of envy uh, was expressed, but it was never like. In a negative way, it was always like, man, that's so cool, man. Like, you're going to have a good time. I'm really happy for you. But it's slightly changed um, after the year because, you know, I come back um, to my hometown and I see all of my friends. And they've just experienced a, a year of college or, you know, they're finishing up two or their third year, you know, because like, I, I have lots of older friends. But it was, it was just really kind of unnerving to see that my friends had changed so little. And I feel like as a person and as an individual, I've changed so much. And yet I don't see the same growth around me, you know, and I don't think that they, they do either. And it's, it's, it's a, it's a weird feeling
0: it's always interesting when you're growing and then there's certain people that are still in the same predicament or in the same situation and how different your outlook is on life
1: cuz you know i tell all my friends
0: i'm not I don't, I
1: don't tell them they shouldn't go to college but hey it's the summer you don't have anything to do for 3 months work for 1 month work hard for 1 month and then go spend the 2 months left that you have Somewhere beautiful. Like, you know, we're young. We don't have any responsibilities. I mean, a couple people that I went to high school with have children, and that's scary. I wouldn't tell them to go travel because they can't because they have a baby. But no one's making salary money that they, like, really can't leave. You know, everyone's just, you know, working somewhat minimum wage jobs, and they can work two for a month and then have the best time of their life this summer, and I feel like I tell everyone this, and it just goes right over their head. They're like, yeah, yeah, and I'm like, dang it, come on. Like, it's so real. It's right out there.
0: Yeah, that's usually the biggest problem for most people. Again, it's fear of the unknown and also the motivation. They just don't want to do it, or even if they say they want to do it, it's not enough that they're actually going to take that first step, unless you're forced into the situation. So, <laughs> But you're a go-getter, <laughs> that's Evan. That's why I'm talking to you, because you're doing this at 19, and your outlook on life is more mature than most people in their 30s. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Evan, if our listeners want to know more about you, where can they find you?
1: Okay, they can find me at my website, the.com of .com. They can follow my podcast on Instagram it's at Life is Weird Podcast. And they can also um, just listen to the podcast on uh, any podcast streaming app on iTunes or Stitcher or any of those things at Life is Weird. That's the name of the podcast.
0: Wonderful. Thank you so much, Evan. You have been such a joy to talk to. I really appreciate it.
1: Yes, it has been a pleasure for me.
0: I hope you enjoyed this extended interview with Evan. Make sure to visit TheOffBeatLife.com. Again, that's TheOffBeatLife.com to get the full interview with Evan where he shares how to travel cheap and take an American gap year. Hey, Offbeat family, I really appreciate you listening to this episode. I would love to hear more from you and what you think of the podcast. Suggestions on guests, topics we can discuss, or maybe you just want to be friends. Why don't we chat some more on Facebook at the OB Life, or send me a message at hello at TheOffBeatLife.com. I can't wait to hear from you.